Can I call you back in five minutes? It's all yours. Ben Blow, can we discuss this? There is nothing to discuss. We're signing him back over to you right now. Bad parents make bad children. Oh, so now I'm a bad parent just because I hate my kid. There is something he very, is very strange about that boy. You took him, he's yours! That's because you condescend to him! What am I supposed to do with the little creep? He's already been returned 30 times! So what is the return policy on a human child, Drew? Is it like 30 days? Is it 14 days? You know, new, used, slightly used, heavily used in this case? <laughs> I what, feel like... I feel like you gotta you you need a trial period because it's ah. you don't know right you don't know what you're what you're getting in yourself into and That's, you could get this kid who's kind of a devil. It's like a mattress. It's like oh right. you know try to use it for sixty days and return <laughs> for no you know no shipping. Yeah, free 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 shipping. What's, you have to what's, take it what's back. the shipping? What's the shipping yeah. on, on on returning a child? You have to pay for a bus ticket. That's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> the bus ticket. <laughs> Oh man, welcome back to the Last Row Podcast. This is episode 130. Bad way. How did we make it this far? I don't know, it's too many. <laughs> if you have not been to our website, visit thelastrowpodcast.com. Follow us on all of the social channels at The Last Row Pod, including Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Check us out wherever you get your podcasts, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and also we're on YouTube. Check us out there. Hit the subscribe button. And if you're enjoying the show, please consider leaving us a five-star review. Thank you to everybody that did so, so far. What's up, Badway? Oh, you know, it's fine. <laughs> you're good. You're good. 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 <laughs> been better, been worse, you know. It's, it's a day. Tomorrow's another I feel, day. I feel bad. <laughs> yeah, you know, we, we, we survive in advance, you know, day by day. We're, we're professional. Yeah. Problem Child, July 27th, 1990. Was this a theater movie for a little five-year-old whippersnapper named no, Drew? it was not. No. I think this was a TV movie for me. No, this is a VHS movie. Uh, we chose Problem Child uh, in part because it was on a short list on and another part because of um, a fellow listener named Ben uh, called us on our voicemail, Drew. Do we have that voice, voicemail handy? We do. We do. Man, it's been a long time since we got a voicemail. Thank you, Ben. I don't even know if we post the number anymore. It's on our website, I guess. Yeah, guys, like Drew said, you're not checking out the website. Check the website. That's a nice website. <laughs> it could be better. So Ben says, I'm calling because I'm a fan of your series. and was actually guided to you guys by being a fan of Ken Cole. Oh, thanks, Ken. Hey, friend of the show. He said we do a great job, and he wanted to suggest that we do the Problem Child series. And uh, yeah, we'll do this one. Um, we'll talk about two, maybe a little bit at the end of the show, and maybe we'll do uh, Problem Child two if we uh, if we get to it later on. So, thanks for uh, calling in there, Ben, and thank you, Ken. Uh, yeah, for, thank you for sending Ben over to us. Thank Run, you. Yeah, runtime one hour twenty one minutes. Just right. Just about right. Just right. Uh, comedy slash dark comedy directed by Dennis Dugan Hacksaw Dennis Dugan Drew (laughs) what do you know about Hacksaw Dennis Dugan so I you you know more about him than me but I have a deep deep cut that I am very curious if anyone else in the out in the ether here has seen this movie before he starred in a movie from 1979, I believe it is, called Unidentified Flying Oddball. I know I'm, one listener out here, my brother, has seen this movie. I have no idea what you're talking about. This is like that yeah. unknown caveman movie that you talk yeah. about. Iceman? Yeah. <laughs> so th- this, is, this is a movie that I watched growing up as a kid. I believe it's on Disney+. Plus. 
long story short, he's some space uh, astronaut and he gets like somehow transported back to medieval times mm. and he's back in like Camelot and he shows him science and stuff. And it's burned well, into my memory as a child. Well, Drew, this is why I haven't seen it because it's a space movie mixed with medieval yeah. times. Of course yeah. I haven't seen it. It's Bad Boys Kryptonite, double yeah. Kryptonite. Yeah. He can't watch Not, that. So this guy is quite the director. He's basically Adam Sandler's personal director. Yeah. He's directed everything from Happy Gilmore to Big Daddy to Grown Ups to Zohan to Chuck and Larry all the way. He does basically all of freaking Sandler's movies. He's in them too, right? Yeah. Yeah, small parts in all of them, yeah. But he also directed Saving Silverman. Great movie. Yeah. Benchwarmers, not a great movie. But it's a it's a movie. <laughs> it's it's a movie. <laughs> it's a movie. It was it was yeah. it exists. And Beverly Hills Ninja, which is a great movie. I recognized him right away when I saw him as the other dad in this. And yeah. I was like, oh, there's Dennis Dugan. Mm-hmm. And he always stands out to me as like the head of the golf thing in Happy Gilmore. Because yeah. he's the guy that that runs the the golf, whatever the heck it's called. I don't know. Right. Masters or something. Whatever the hell. Whatever no, yeah. But you know, Saving Silver is one of my favorite movies. And it's like, can we like do it's that? Movie lost. For this? It's lost to the world. Yeah, I'm sure we can do it. I, I like that movie. I think it's great. Yeah. It's a really underrated gem, in my opinion. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, IMDb 5.4 out of 10. Probably, probably about right, in my probably opinion. Is this right? Rotten Tomatoes 0%. I have, so, I have a story behind this. When I was putting the notes, there was like 30 reviews and they were all rotten, but it didn't give it a score. So when you look it up, it says 0%, Joe, but it, it is doesn't what have it is. enough. But it, it, it is what it is. Drew. It's, it's too low. Come on, it's that's too low. That's yeah, I mean, too low. It, it deserves at least like an 8. That's way Metacritic, too low. Metacritic, 27%, too high. I think it's too low, but I think it's not that low, but it's too low. Letterbox 2.6 out of 5. About right. That's eh, too high. Did I, <laughs> Was it good? No. Did I like it? Nah, maybe... 25 years ago. I would I would say I liked it, but we, we'll get into that, I guess. I liked it 25 years ago. I tolerated it today. <laughs> you to- you tolerated way. it? Yeah. It's this, a tolerable this, this, movie. This is a prime candidate for bad nostalgia on the 2022 uh, Lastro Awards. Dude, this one has a lot of potential awards this year. Yeah. So, And I think we want to do that award show live. Yeah. So if you're interested yeah. in doing that, we'll, we'll make it happen next year. Yeah. Not that it was bad. I just didn't feel much for this movie. We'll get into it. Ben has a good-hearted guy. He has a good hearted guy. No, he is a good hearted guy. He has he a good hearted guy, like Junior. Right? Yeah, you know, does Junior have a good heart? Like I, deep down deep in down, his soul, deep down, yes. He just wants know. to be loved, man. I don't know about that. Who always wanted a son of his own, but so far he and his wife have had no success in the bedroom. Drew, the couple adopt Junior, a redheaded hellion, who quickly do we have like redhead? Do we have to call him out? Yeah, that's kind of messed up, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Is like the term redheaded stepchild, is that like, is that what they were going for here? I think that, yeah. And I believe that that's also inappropriate these days, right? I mean, yeah, I don't want to cancel but I, us, but. No, no, but I'm saying like, that's what they were going yes, for back in 1990. Were. Yeah. They definitely were. He quickly makes their lives miserable. Oh yeah, he does. Disaster follows Junior wherever he goes from camping trips that require emergency room visits to birthday parties that turn into chaotic affairs. When Ben's incensed family tells him to get rid of the boy. He starts to wonder if they might be right. Like I love the word incensed. I think that's like a really good descriptor, in my opinion. But it's like it's like you're either incensed or you have incense, which is like a very calming thing. Yeah, well, that's true. The dichotomy I, of that word, Drew, the English language. What a mystery. <laughs> How about the the dichotomy of these taglines here? Here you go. Ready? Ooh. Attila the Hun, 
Ivan the Terrible, wow. Al Capone. They were all seven once. Wow. Was Al <laughs> Capone they, really that bad a guy? I hey, oh, I don't know, man. Here, I can't get into that. <laughs> was he that bad? <laughs> you know, he was, I'm in a defensive so mood today, Drew. I want to defend somebody. <laughs> you sure about that? Was you he sure so about bad? that? Was he so bad? <laughs> Just wanted to give people booze. Is, <laughs> you sure about that? Oh my god! Is that am I, do I have the right guy? Is that the guy? He's like the prohibition mob, mobster. Yeah, but is he Chicago. like the prohibition? You know, you're yeah, right. Yeah, but there was a lot of more to it than. Uh, yeah, you know, I just think of him for the beer. You know, I don't. I'm <laughs> sure, he murdered hundreds of people. He just wanted. <laughs> he just wanted to drink a little yeah. bit, right? It's yeah, not so but bad. He's giving the people the booze, man. He's not so bad. Yeah. Uh, to, to contrast contrast that with this one. He's so bad, even the nuns refused to keep him. Oh, the nuns. <laughs> Can you blame him for being mad at them? They seem like that seemed like a torture place, in would my opinion. Sist, would Sister Mary Clarence have whipped him into shape? Do you think? <laughs> would, would she have got? Would she have gotten him to join the choir? I probably. Well, Sister yeah. Mary Clarence, man, that's a movie that we should do at some point. Yeah. Sister Act. I I used to watch that one growing up. I I don't know. I think the the boss of the Sister Mary Clarence, whatever her name was, the old. Oh lady, yeah, yeah. Right, she right. would have whipped this kid into shape, yeah. in my opinion. But yeah, I. I like the first one. I, I like, like the first, the first one, one too. One. I like the first one too. I do. And you this, could you could you could interchange those like you know a thousand different villains for yeah. all we know. But Napoleon, yeah. Terry Silver, yeah. he was seven. Just, once. Terry Silver was seven <laughs> once. He was. he was. They all were. <laughs> <laughs> M. Bison was seven once. <laughs> <laughs> we should make up our own. <laughs> Shang Tsung was seven. Seven year old Shang Tsung stealing souls. I feel so, I feel so bad. Like I I'm like the worst, right? I'm laughing in everybody's ears constantly. People are probably yeah. like at the gym right now, and they're like, "God, yeah. shut up!" Man. No, they they love your laugh. And <laughs> like, if people are if people are beefing up while they're listening to us, then we've made it. I'm beefing up over here. I'm lifting yeah. weights as we're yeah. talking. So all right, kinda, like, all right yeah. I'm a, a, I'm taking us off the rails. We're what all like right. ten minutes in, and I'm already. You know, yeah. I said I said we're going to do a short one today, and here we go. Yeah, we always say that. Go on. <laughs> but budget eleven million dollars higher than I would have expected. But uh, cumulative worldwide gross return seventy two. Dude, did you know that this thing was like? There's a lot of back and forth on how they were going to write this thing and what it was going to be, and they thought it was going to bomb, but it actually was sort of a success. Seventy two is that's pretty, pretty damn surprising. Good. It's pretty surprising. I wonder if that's why they they highlighted uh, yeah. a, sec- a sequel there. Yeah, you know what they spent the money on those tennis balls. In, yeah, that's in the sports true. Store for the, that for was the, a good that was a sweet sports store. Yeah. Uh, so this also is an award winning movie. Oh. Or actually, award-nominated award movie. Gilbert Godfrey was nominated for a Razzie for Worst Supporting Actor. Oh. And he lost to somebody who was actually pretty famous. He lost, 40, he lost to Donald Trump. He lost 45? Yeah, yeah for, for a movie called so, Ghost Can't Do It. So if you lose at a Razzie, then you win. True. So this, so, is, a, this is an award-not-winning winner. Yeah, you probably don't want the Razzie in that but, way. But in any event... Gilbert Godfrey was great in this. He, he was. was probably the best actor in this movie. So let's not let's not like let's not get nuts here. Yeah, I agree. I so let me ask you this. Let's just jump right into it. What did yeah. you think of this right off the bat? I mentioned earlier that they wanted this thing to be more like a horror movie originally, and they were back what? and forth on this thing. Yeah, they wanted to make it like a like a, the Omen. So there was this story or a thing that got happened where these people adopted a kid. And they had a terror. So they wanted to take the kid back to the orphanage. And they thought they could write a movie off of that. And Uh, the original thought and the original push was for them to do something like The Omen and stuff that was out in the 80s. 
but the writers wanted to make it more like a satire instead. Yeah. So the studio meddled then and said they wanted it to be more like a children's film. So this thing wound up as PG, like you said. Yeah. And it forced a ton of reshoots and rewrites, and it caused this this difficult production. They thought this thing was going to bomb, but it made seventy mil, like we were talking about. So no, I don't know. I don't know if you know this, but like, is it the same cast? Yeah, it was. I mean, like, it was, did John Ritter think he was fathering, you know, no, the spawn of Satan? No, no, no. <laughs> so, on, the fir- so, on the first draft of his script, it didn't go that far. It was okay. when they were writing, when they were uh, conceiving the movie, right? Okay, when okay. they were when they were fathering or, or mothering were, the uh, movie. Ah, uh, I see. Yeah, that's what it was, and it, and as through the creative process, it became I see. something okay. else, right? Okay. So it wasn't <laughs> like it wasn't John Ritter thought yeah. he was acting in the Omen. So, but I mean, does, is that obvious to you when you see this? Like, did you feel, what What did you feel? Because I, I don't know if I asked what your history was with this thing. No, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know what I, I didn't feel anything with this movie. Like, I, I felt a tinge of nostalgia, but I didn't feel any horror roots in this movie. That's for sure. And that's the first time I've heard about that. It's interesting. But no, I I, I felt, I felt bad nostalgia, if I got to be honest. Like, I, I, I went in thinking it's going to be a little funny and, you know, remember the good times, but it ended up being like kind of like three ninjas for me. just a little flat. I didn't, I don't think I laughed once, even though I thought some spots were humorous. Uh, no, nothing caused me to crack a smile. And like, that's like really test, right. Yeah. Right. Man. And, yeah. There were a couple line readings in the movie that were like seared into the back of my brain that came popping out. Like a lot of it had to do with uh, Kramer. What's his face? Uh, yeah. Uh, the bow tie murderer and all that. And Gilbert Gottfried and the baseball scene uh, with junior. But, but no, yeah. Uh, well, did you feel any sort of way about it? Or I think maybe you liked it a little more than I did. I, li- I mean, I liked it, right? It wasn't my favorite movie, but I thought, yeah. you know, 71 minutes or whatever this was, or 81 minutes, I forget how long you said it was. Yeah. I was not bored, you know, and I thought it was funny, and I liked John Ritter. Yeah, I wasn't bored either. Like, it wasn't bad. I'm not saying it was bad. I definitely I definitely felt some nostalgia to it, but I would, I would say that I felt way more connected to Problem Child 2, and maybe we can talk about it that at the end, but me growing up, I saw the second one quite a bit more. And, you know, for me, when I watched the second one, it has like the sort of bigger and better kind of thing. Like we talk about this a lot, right? When you have Ghostbusters one versus Ghostbusters two, like Ghostbusters one is a better movie. Ghostbusters two in a lot of ways is more fun in some ways, right? Like I know people would, would skewer me for saying that. Or some of these other movies where it's like Wayne's World, right? Wayne's World 1 is a better movie. Wayne's sure. World 2 is a lot of fun. It's a it's a sequel. As more goofs, a little more yes. gags. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And a lot of movies are like that. Like Hot Shots, right? Hot Shots 2 sure. is is a is a more fun movie. But yeah. when you when you watch this, it's it's definitely like a funny movie. But I think two plays up some of the things that I think are better about it. Yeah. Like I love the grandfather. So Ben Healy Sr., I love him. Yeah. Like he's hilarious. And I think he's more in it in the yeah. second one and also Gilbert Gottfried is more in it in the second one and yeah. I feel like I like those characters so much that the second movie I think does that better yeah mm-hmm. but without That's this true. those wouldn't exist you like know? I feel like they they took the more outrageous characters from the first yes. and gave them more of an opportunity to bounce off of Junior yeah yes. and that, that's probably a good call and that's exactly. something you would do in a sequel yes. shouldn't Shouldn't Robert Loja have played Big Ben? Yes, he should. Or, or do you think maybe Loja doesn't have the the, the comedic chops that that uh, what's his face has? I thought I thought the guy who did it was great. Yeah, he was good. I thought like, he was great. I thought like, like this could have been Loja. 
So if you want to make like this movie, and we we can talk about casting potential because I have a topic on that in a minute, but I think Loja would have been a good alternative mm. casting for the grandfather. Damn it, Judy, right. a spot of Satan. <laughs> it's like, I don't know. My Loja, my Loja's out of practice. Drew. I still I still go back yeah. to to our big episode. Go check it out, guys. That was a bad way does a, a damn good Robert Loja impression. It's 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 ingrained in that episode. Go check out big, you know my time to shine there. Uh, no, but well, the main thing I felt when watching this movie, and this is a hard thing to describe. So please bear with me if this doesn't make any sense and you guys can just fast forward, you know, two minutes, but I feel like a part of my nostalgia for this movie. And I was seven, six or seven. When I saw it, this is a PG movie that feels like you shouldn't be watching it. It's like a movie you're allowed to watch. Yeah. The parents will rent it for you. But you feel like you're getting away with something when you're watching it. There's a there's a certain grime to this kid movie that makes you feel like you're doing something wrong by watching it, even Do, though it's totally appropriate, right? Do you understand what I'm saying? I know what you're saying. I know what you mean. Because it's yeah. like, and this is PG. I think that's more, I feel that typically more when I watch a PG-13 movie. Right. So, you know, I, I don't know. So I guess, are you saying, did you feel that way now? Or that's how you felt when you watched it back, back then. in the day? Okay, and that's gotcha, why gotcha. it was a rewatchable movie as a kid. Okay. Like in our generation of like, you know, if you're between the ages of seven and 12 back in 1990, when this movie came out, it's like, this is a movie you rewatch because you think like it's a more quote unquote grown up movie or something that maybe you shouldn't be watching. Yeah. And it's not and it's not all tied to just PG movies, but also PG-13 movies that typically parents would deem appropriate for you to watch as a non-13 year old. Um we kind of curated a list here. I don't know if they all make sense or not, but I'll go I'll rapid fire them. A lot of them are Burton movies like um Pee-wee yeah. and Ed- Edward Scissorhands and Beetlejuice. Um Kindergarten Cop was one. Ace Ventura was one that immediately came to mind for me especially like personally for me as well. It's a movie I wore out the VHS tape and it's probably because I felt like I was getting away with something by watching it. That, uh, that had that crude, it's crude humor. I feel yeah, it's like the yeah. type of thing where maybe that's the, 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 the tying, yeah. like the thing that ties them together to what yeah, you're and, saying. And a lot of these movies, the characters themselves are kind of bad people, like the yes. main characters, not like evil, but kind of, you know, not your typical hero. Uh, Adam's Family, Hot Shots, and and Men in Tights were one that that we were talking about. Robin Hood, Men in Tights, yeah, especially. Yeah, Robin Hood, Men in Tights. Like Mel, yep. the Mel Brooks one. Yep. Like, I think what you said makes a lot of sense. And I think maybe, and, and especially to tie it back to Problem Child is, you're a kid at that age, and this kid is doing a lot of stuff that like you really shouldn't be doing. Throwing kids' presents in the pool. Uh, yep. We have a whole section we'll talk about in a minute, but he was doing some really bad stuff. And I don't know, it's like the kind of thing that your parents don't watch that because I don't want you getting any ideas Yeah, kind of thing. And it's, he's clearly in the wrong in this movie and he gets punished for all the bad things he does, but the movie's playing his bad moves for laughs. Yeah. And as a kid, that's like, that's kind of exciting, right? Yes. Because you're I feel, sort of living vicariously yeah. through him. So I feel like for a lot of the people, you and I included, um, when you think back fondly on this movie, you think about that time of being kind of excited by this kid getting away with all this bad stuff yeah, or, or not, not even getting away, but like the movie painting it as, isn't this funny? Look at, look at this cool kid. He's doing this. Yeah. You I know? remember, I specifically remember watching Robin hood men in tights at a kid's, uh, had a sleepover at a friend's house. And I remember mm-hmm. they rented that movie and I, and, and what's her name? Marion. It's the same actress. Same actress. Ben's yep. wife in this yep. John Ritter's wife, who's actually 
real wife in real life. And I think they got married in late nineties, but hmm. I remember watching that and like the chastity belt thing or whatever. Oh like, yeah. That's like, like oh, every kid like knows the chastity belt. You should scene. know about yeah. that. You know, before like, you do it, you must go through it. <laughs> and I forgot what, what year that came out, but the, anything, I think you, the thing that stood, stands through it is like you said, bad person is the lead actor or like crude humor but it's not like that crude. Like even mm. some of the Sandler movies were kind of like that too. Like Billy Madison and stuff like that. Yeah. Like, yeah, I, 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 more, I know what sure. you're saying. Yeah. It's like you're not supposed to watch it. Like I, it's not a movie, but Beavis and Butthead. Like I remember watching Beavis and Butthead do America. And yeah. like I remember my, my parents were pissed that my aunt took me to watch that movie. Mm. But it's like it wasn't that bad. Right? No, like, yeah. Simpsons as well where it's like, you know, Bart Simpson says the word damn or hell. Yeah. And it's like, ooh. Well, but this it's is exciting. Crude. If you're if you're six, it's like oh, ooh. I I know what you mean. I yeah. I know what you mean. Yeah. You the other thing you mentioned was Loja, and I, and I mentioned something about the casting potential. I found some some really interesting tidbits in, on this. So I want to know what you think about this because if we talk about some of the actors, like I also think, could this movie have been different if there was somebody else that played Junior or Ben Junior? And when I think about this a lot, and we used to do this on our show way back in the day, back in you know 2015, when we yeah. would recast, I want you to imagine a world where Problem Child exists, and instead of the person, the actor who played Junior, Junior. yeah, the role was actually played by Macaulay Culkin. Of course. So that was the role so, was originally meant for him. So would the world have been different? Yes. And would this movie like, have been like different? We're talking about Problem Child just like shifting yes. into our entire reality. Like Home Alone. Had Macaulay Culkin done this movie. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. And he the went reason, to play the good son. So yeah. The reason we stopped doing this bit is because I think we casted Bale and <laughs> – um, The Rock. Ba- Bale, The Rock, or Jared Leto <laughs> in everything. And they were like, you know what? Yeah, Bale should be in every movie, but he can't. <laughs> and you, you, I'm pretty sure you told me, "Hey, The Rock could be in this, but but he can't be in everything. But he, can't. he can't be in everything. But he could, but yeah. he kind of was for a minute. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think Macaulay Culkin could have absolutely pulled it off. Like, was would it have been necessary? No, yeah. this the kid's star power, the role of the kid in this movie. Like, it didn't matter. He's a bad actor. Like, I'm sorry to bash the freaking seven year old. But like he wasn't good. Like can I kind of liked him though. Can we be was, honest? Like he wasn't a good actor. It was when endearing. he had when when he had to do drama. When he had to cry about nobody wanting him. Like I was like, kid, let's have another take. Come on now. Come on. Come on, Hacksaw Dugan, make the cut. But no, it didn't. It didn't matter though because the movie was about uh, some blank kid doing bad things and the dad being a goof about it. That's like the movie. That's all it was. <laughs> I thought the kid wasn't that bad. Like he was a bad actor, but like any seven-year-old is kind of not great at nah, that time. Don't, don't tell him. So would you say that. Macaulay Culkin is better than, than him in, in 1990? Because yeah. he wasn't that great in, in Home Alone, was he? Like he was laying traps and stuff, but when he, he had to good. like- He was good. He was good. But when he Wide-eyed. had to- Wide-eyed. When he had to talk about, you know, oh, I think you should talk to your son, like to the guy, like was he that great? I mean, come on, he was great. Uh, have probably, you seen the good? Have you seen the good son, Drew? I've seen the good son, but that uh, was three years later. That's uh, so, so he got some experience. He, he got, got some, some experience. experience, and he probably learned a thing or two from it Elijah Wood. That's what I mean. Yeah, he was acting like, off Elijah Wood. They were yeah. playing off, playing they were, off of each other. Yeah, they were sharing. They were sharing <laughs> acting tips as freaking <laughs> nine year olds. 
Yeah. <laughs> what about, so what about Ben Healy, right? So we're talking about Ben Jr., uh, John Ritter's character. So originally, and I'll go through some of these guys. You tell me if it would be better or worse. Because I thought, I thought John Ritter was awesome. Yeah. So you got Chevy Chase, Kurt Russell, Richard Dreyfus, Dan Aykroyd, and Rick Moranis were all potentially going to be mm-hmm. Ben Healy. Yeah. There's reasons well, why they didn't show up, but yeah. I thought that was interesting. Okay. It can't be Moranis because he like has this typecast type thing of looking pathetic. And I felt like the dad didn't need to look pathetic just on visuals alone. Like he would have been too pathetic. He would have been too pathetic. Like Raider didn't look pathetic by himself. It was yeah. his, his words and actions that made him pathetic and made him like just like chopped meat for this kid to just torture. <laughs> Right? It's very profound. Like Moranis would have gotten walked all over. Yeah. And you wouldn't have believed that he, he he could rise above it. Right. Yeah. And I believe that Ritter was this dork that could eventually win Junior's heart. So he was you a know? dork, not a dweeb. Yeah. Dan Ackward and Chevy Chase are two uh, on the opposite side. Yeah. They're too um, strong, I feel. Same Dreyfus, with Kurt Russell. <laughs> same with Kurt Russell. Dreyfus, maybe. Dreyfus could have pulled it off, I think. Yeah. Dreyf- Dreyfus could be annoyed. I feel like yeah. Dreyfus and. John Ritter are kind of the yeah. same. Yeah. Like even Dan Aykroyd, I, I can't see Dan Aykroyd in that. I just can't, I can't no. see him doing it. Cause he's too, he seems too confident. Yes. You know, that's the thing. It's the confidence. Ritter was, was kind of a perfect temperament. He was. To be a dad for this kind of role. I, man, Ritter was underrated, dude. I, yeah. like, I know rest he, peace. he Maybe passed away in what, 2003, I think it, or 2001, I believe it was, yeah. or whatever. It was around that time, early 2000s. But man, I, I thought he was great in this. And I thought he was funny. But the other one that I thought was interesting was you got Kramer as the bowtie killer. Yeah. But apparently Christopher Lloyd was supposed to play the bowtie killer. But he you know had what? Back to the Future 3 going on right now. You know what? That's fair, though. I think like, you could have interchanged Lloyd with Michael Richards. Yeah. And I think it would have been fine. Like well, Richards, played, Dennis Richards played it really well. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen so you saw Dennis Menace and, and Christopher Lloyd was the bad guy in that sort of yeah. the same kind he of thing. Yeah, like that role would have been fine for Lloyd. Uh, Rich Richards did it great. I thought. I thought he was the second best actor in the movie to Gilbert yeah. Gottfried. But yeah, I would have been fine with Lloyd. Just to like imagine though, imagine Problem Child in an alternate universe. We have Macaulay Culkin as Junior. You got like Chevy Chase as. <laughs> Like mm-hmm. these are big names. And then you got Christopher Lloyd as the bow tie killer. Like what would that have done to the universe? It's just wild to yeah, me. Yeah. I mean, who knows? I mean, we might have, you know, different, you know, the environment might be different. Yeah. You the know? Eagles might not have won the Super Bowl. Yeah. The Eagles might not have won the Super Bowl. I mean, it's scary. You know, maybe, <laughs> just, maybe there would have been Ghostbusters three had Dan Aykroyd been the yeah. dad, like the, you know, the, 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 the chain of events that happened there, yeah. you know, Rick who Moranis, knows? what if, he, had a, would have, if he was there? Could have had a proper Ghostbusters three. You know? Man, I, we got to do another Rick Moore. I want to do Honey, I Shrunk the Kids at some point. That's a, mm-hmm. that's a movie that we need to do. But yeah. man, what a wild world. Mm-hmm. Let's let's talk about, let's finally get to the characters here. I said I was going to do quick, yeah, but here yeah, we yeah, are. Yeah. This isn't, this, there's not much to this movie. I As we know. wrap up this show, let's yeah. get to the characters. A, we're, get, we're not going to get to that later because this is the end. Goodbye, see yeah, you later. Yeah, see so yeah. Thanks for listening. <laughs> let's, talk, let's talk about Junior and the adoption. So I, I just first start right off the bat. Like, brutal. But... Is it legal to like what's the legality? So you're the lawyer. You're the you're the last row legal expert here. And I don't know if you've had time to look this up, but oh, what no, is the legality but... of leaving a baby on the doorstep? Can I ask can I answer a question by asking a question? Yeah, go ahead. Is that fair? What's the I'm I'm being dead serious here, and I'm sorry if I offend, but like I'm just being serious. 
what is the legal difference between leaving a baby on a doorstep and leaving yeah. a baby in a dumpster? Because there are people leave babies in dumpsters. People leave babies on doorsteps. Are you talking about legally or or ethically? legally? Well, ethically, I mean, throwing a baby in the dumpster—that's pretty damn evil. I mean, that's yeah, like something bad. Al Capone would do, right? But, well, think about it. Depending on the house doorstep you leave them on, it might be a dumpster. Exactly. You don't know. You could be leaving on the doorstep of a serial killer, or uh, or uh, some cultist who likes to sacrifice babies to Satan that's or true. whoever. I don't that's know. That's true. You never that's know. True. You throw, well, you're, you're really rolling the, rolling the dice there. If it's a calculated doorstep and you know where you're going, like an orphanage or something, then okay. Well, yeah, different. orphanage. But like how like how messed up would it be if I had a baby and I was like, I'm put it on Drew's doorstep. He'll take yeah. care of the little bastard, <laughs> you know? And, but, but like I've burdened you with this baby, but that you're not going to throw away. Would you? No. If I put a baby on your doorstep right now, would you take that baby in and care for it or would you send it to an orphanage? I feel like I would have, I don't know. This is not a me decision. <laughs> you're, such this a, is, you're too nice a guy. This is a let's last get, wife let's conversation. Get, let's, get, let's, get, let's get your wife in here. Hey, yeah. Last Be- wife. Well, Please, because think about gotta it. ask her. There's the, just like they said to him, like, you don't know yeah. what this kid, like what, what did Ben Senior say? Like, you don't yeah. know about that kid. What's his yeah. parents? What if they're crazy? Yeah. Like, you don't know about the kid. I mean, obviously yeah, you don't know his do DNA. Right you don't know his DNA makeup. You yeah. want you probably wind up taking him to 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 an orphanage, but I, if it's your kid, if I know it's your kid, yeah, I yeah. will take care of your child because like I care I, about you. I just watched. Uh, you, you've seen the show, The Leftovers. You recommended yeah. it to me. Great and show. The, the, the total baby on a doorstep situation. Yeah, you know, and great show. Like that was a calculated baby on a doorstep. It the was. son put the baby on his dad's doorstep, and that's like that's kind of messed up because you know the dad's going to take care. It's of more messed up that you know the person will do yes. a good job because it's like. It's like you can leave a dog on a doorstep, but like this is not a puppy. This is a baby. Yeah. Well, it is. You're right because you're burdening that person with the. You, yeah. You're you are taking, willingly. Yes. You are willingly burdening a person for 18 years, not to call a child a burden, but a child that was not conceived of your own, you know, volition, if that's the, the right word. The beast of burden over here. The beast of burden. <laughs> but which, which beast of burden? <laughs> I'm so, you know, there's a lot, like if you guys are longtime listeners, like uh, you know what I'm talking about. You go back to the mummy and you, you know about the beast of burden. <laughs> yeah, we got to talk about the beast of burden. That's, that's, you know? our, that's our metal band, the beast of burden. And uh, so we didn't answer the question, but no, it's not legal. No, it's, it's not. <laughs> to, to, to short story long, no, it's not legal. And, and what about like, well, how about this? At what point is it not okay anymore? Because you saw this happen. I mean, they say, it, you heard it in the intros 30 times. This kid was returned, but this yeah. was before he was even returned, right? So how many times was mm-hmm. he left on a doorstep? How many, how, like how many times do you just brand the kid defective? Yes. And at and what age is it not okay too? His legs were poking out of this, this yeah. basket. He was a child. It wasn't well, a baby. We have to know, like, okay, so when he bulldozed the trailer, right? Kind of deserved it. If I'm is it time to put the kid in juvie, right? Probably. Is it the time? Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Get, put put him in a, like, one of those school for boys, like a, like a, not a military school, but like, you know, one of those school for troubled boys. Yeah. And that kind of thing. But don't you think they kind of deserve that? getting bulldozed they were kind of jerks he just stepped on the toy that's all he did it's like throwing a it's like bringing a rock to a pillow fight (laughs) but they kind of deserved it in my opinion they were probably doing drugs that's what i mean we didn't see their faces but they were probably crackheads but we don't know what kind of what kind of place this kid's in and and let me that maybe that's the other question like was he acting up and i think we learned this through the movie but at that time was he acting up because he wasn't being taken care of? Like, let's say he stayed with his original Whoa. mom. Would uh, with he have the, with, been? With the, with the questions, Drew, nature versus nurture, you're getting That's deep I mean. here. You're getting too deep. You're in too deep. I'm drowning here. This kid, 
is bad from the get-go. He's bad to the bone. Did you hear the song? They played it a hundred times. He's a bad yeah. seed, bad did egg, they, or whatever they call. Did they overuse "Bad to the Bone"? I feel like they did. Yeah. Every time he started doing something, they paid for that license. How many times did we hear that riff in this movie? You know how much? You know how much money you got to pay for that? They got to use it. They had like a soundboard ready to go. Yep. That's like yeah. I wish we had it already. Not. We're already getting demonetized on YouTube because from just hearing that riff. Yeah. But you're right, though they did they did overuse it. It was a little too much. Come on, no, doing yeah. too much. He's doing too much. But no, yeah, this kid is always bad. This so kid, would you ever it's, turn it's him? A, it's an it's a nature thing, not a nurture thing. So you really don't think the fact that like he had multiple returnings over a period of time doesn't help? That, yeah, doesn't help. <laughs> I wish but you guys if, could see his face right now. What if uh, so? What is so? I think what you're getting at is like what if what if uh, Ritter was it Dan? Ben Healy? Ben Healy Jr. Jr. If he would have been like the third parent. Yes. Could this kid have had a much better tried. shot? Could it have been a better chance than the 30th? Yeah. Maybe. I don't think so. I think this kid's bad to the bone. <laughs> I wish I had a soundboard with that on there. <laughs> let's let's talk about Ben Healy Jr. here for a minute. So I think he's perfectly cast. We talked about John Ritter being great. You mentioned Rick Moranis would have been a little bit too pathetic. Physically, visually, Ritter seemed like a guy that was maybe sexually, just getting sexually <laughs> pathetic. <laughs> he, he, was, he, he was not helping. He was not going to be satisfying flow there. That, maybe that's what kept Ritter, Ritter's wife around in this one. because he's got, he's got a little dick. It's pathetic. Yeah, it's pathetic. Uh. It's, it's a Simon situation. But I, I thought, this episode drew. There's like so many deep cuts. If you guys know, you know. That's a, people. People are gonna love this one or hate it. That's yeah. that's how I feel about this. But he seemed like he was just getting beaten down by his life. His wife was just up his ass all the time. She just wanted to be like a yuppie. All this stuff. His dad was being a dick to him. Right. We're we'll talking yeah. about the bad father in a second. But he seemed like, all for all intents and purposes, a pretty nice dude, right? He yeah. seemed like a to, like a nice, but loving guy. He's the he's the type of nice guy. Like, look at look at the house that he lived in. Yeah. Do you think he enjoys that house? No. The way it's furnished. No. That wife walks all over him. Like she does. He has zero input in their life. I'm surprised she went along with the adoption. I no. agree with you. So I, it's funny. I've seen the words browbeaten to yeah. be to be put out there. I've seen the words pushover. To be describing Ben Healy Jr. But I wonder, we know how hard his dad is, right? How yes. Big Ben, you know. Does that create a soft man or like a scared man? Or do you, like, it just proves, just goes to show tough love doesn't work, right? I think he's the kind of guy, because of the father being such a hard ass, he's looking for somebody's approval. And yeah. that's maybe why he, he marries Flo like I, okay. I want to talk about okay. her because yeah. she's very self-centered. She's kind of obnoxious. She's constantly like belittling him. She's always talking about how he's not good enough. And I think maybe that, like you talk about nature versus nurture. Here's yeah. a situation where I think the way he was brought up by Big Big Ben 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 Healy Senior, he right. was the one that maybe put him into the situation where he's looking for approval from somebody. And maybe that's how he, he married Flo. I don't know. What do you think? Well, speaking of Flo, do you know, like, she's, you know, very much of that girl from that thing. Yeah. She was obviously Problem Child 2, 
She was also, well, like we said, Maid Marian from, mm-hmm. from Men in Tights. She was also the, what, was she like the, was it a reporter in the mask? Yes, she was. She was the, she was the d- reporter Debbie, that, the, the, that, the yeah. columnist. She, yeah, the columnist where she pretended to like uh, Ipkiss. You know, is she going to be up there on the Five Timers Club in she, last row without us she, knowing it? She was, she was mean and Dracula did loving it. Like she was in things, man. Yeah. I forgot, I forgot that she was in the mask and she was yeah. the, the columnist. That's hilarious yeah. to me. Yeah. And she was, I thought that she was so good at being a jerk. That, she was. Yeah, I hate her. You have to hate her. You got to. But yeah, I think Ben really was looking for approval because he, why else would you be with someone who yeah. just, just undermines everything you do or, or just tells you how to live your life, dictates your whole life? Like what kind of relationship is that? And how did they meet? Like, I don't understand why she was with him. Because at the first chance she got, she hooked up with the bow tie killer, like in the kitchen. Yeah. And mm-hmm. and she like there was a whole, I thought you loved me. Like, what the hell? Like, I didn't get it unless like I just don't see them together. I don't see how that would have ever worked unless she was hoping that he would have taken over the store and she would have been rich. That's the thing. Like they seem like they had money, which they they kind of didn't. They didn't. But based on where they live and what their house looked like, it seemed like they had money. I don't know if she had a little bit of money. But maybe she was waiting to, to cash in on that big. I sports. think that's what yeah. it was. Yeah, I think that's what it was. I think that you know he put in like like he said, nineteen years, no promotion, no raise. <laughs> he's waiting <laughs> he his, his turn. He's waiting for his turn to take over that business. You know, Big Ben saw him as a liability, yeah. man. Yeah. He was he's a credit liability. Your credit liability. I'm not gonna borrow. I'm not gonna let you borrow hundred k for me. <laughs> I mean, the fact that he had 100K just sitting around and he wouldn't give it to his son is crazy to me. I I don't know. I just feel like this is a weird marriage. And I think maybe, I don't want to beat a dead horse, but I feel like she, (laughs) do you ever think about beating a dead horse? I was just going to, we're on the same page. I'm like, (laughs) what did you just say? Because I know the saying, but I, but yeah, just now I was like, why do we say that? This episode, man. The, this, the, I just, I don't know why I thought about that. I'm like, wow, that sounds kind of brutal, Drew, doesn't it? This podcast, in like as a whole, is beating a dead horse. <laughs> what are episode, we doing here? 130 episodes in. What are we doing here? The horse is dead, and we keep beating it every time we put into. <laughs> should we just call out. it quits? Should we just people? We just, people, <laughs> let us know if we're not beating a dead horse. Let us know if you're still out. What there. year did we stop? Like 2018 or something? We just we fell off the plane. Yeah, <laughs> we just went we on just hiatus. Stopped. Yeah. Unannounced hiatus. Did you ever? Did you ever feel bad about that? Because I do. No. Like I, yeah, I yeah. feel bad. Yeah, yeah. You know, there there's a couple. You know, loyal listeners that were like, "Hey, where these guys go? Did one of them die." <laughs> I wonder if they <laughs> thought we died. Yeah. So here I am. Right. This is a yeah. meta moment right now. We're talking yeah. about Ben Healy, and here I am talking about our yeah. hiatus that we just randomly took. And I sure. said this was going to be a short episode, but. Man, so I feel beating, bad. I'm sorry that we quit on you guys. Yeah, we're beating a dead horse here. So <laughs> the horse is is bleeding. Yeah. Let's yeah. talk about let's talk about this episode. I think we're done here, right? I mean, <laughs> the the other thing I just want to say is another thing about him being walked on is just this his friend Roy, aka oh, Super Dad, the dude Roy. who's always just one upping him and all that stuff. Takes him on his camping trip. I mean, this this is another example of him being pathetic because this guy just walks all over him and you could see what he thinks of him. He, his baseball team just beats him up and down, doesn't even care about it and all that stuff. We don't need to go into it, but I just need to mention him because that guy was a complete a-hole and it was like, he was self-aware too. He just didn't mm-hmm. care. And I felt oh, yeah. bad for Ben Healy in that situation. Yeah, that's the neighbor that, you know, you're always trying to like compare yeah. yourself to, you're judging yourself on and... Right. Yeah, I wanted to punch that guy in the face. I mean, he sucked. And I'm glad when Ben took his hat. That was the yeah. best part of the movie. Yeah. So let's talk about 
Ben Healy as a dad, right? So he adopted Junior. Obviously, we can talk about Junior in a second, but is he the best dad in last row history? And maybe we come full circle at the end here, but who does Small, he compare against? Low bar, right? We've right. got a lot of bad dads. So there's not a lot of good dads, and not just our catalog, but in just movie history, a lot of bad dads. That's what they do. That's why the bad father barometer exists, but it might be up there. I mean, I don't think he's quite Dennis Quaid traverse the earth Best in all father. types of weather. Yeah. Walk from you know? Philadelphia to Manhattan to yeah. save his son, to, to, right. you know, to say hi to his son. Yeah. What do we got? We got Teen Wolf Dad who, you know, wants to good. protect his son, but he lied to his son, lied, lies by omission, you know, yeah. without telling him about the whole werewolf thing. Yeah. You know, uh, Alfred in Batman and Robin. Surrogate father or, yeah. or step sort of pseudo stepfather. And also Batgirl, you know, father. Uh, True. Father, was her dad or, or was it her uncle? Her great uncle. Uncle. Uh, uncle. Uncle Alfred. Uncle Alfred. Uh, John Matrix, uh, Commando. He, killed I, probably, I, how many people did he kill to save his daughter? 200 people or something. Yeah. Him and Quaid are, are probably in the Lastro Hall of Fame, yeah. Dad Hall of Fame. Quaid only killed one guy. That's true. His yeah. friend. Or, his or left, friend. Yeah, left him for dead, which <laughs> is like killing him. <laughs> so He brought his friend along and yeah. left him for dead. Yeah. <laughs> it was Hopper, by wouldn't the way. Share, wouldn't share his, his, uh, his tent. Or it wasn't his Hopper. Weather, it was his weather-beating tent. Yeah. Yeah. Wahlberg's dad, who, who, who let a dream live. That's that's a good yeah. dad. You know, face off dad, John Travolta, who did the weird face brush thing, you know? I think he's a bad dad because of that. It's weird. This is creepy, right? Danny O'Shea, you know, that one time, dad. you know, Icebox. teach the kids that one time. Colin Crisp. Why is, why is Colin Crisp on this list, Drew? Yo, so <laughs> I know <laughs> this is going to be controversial here. <laughs> he's a murderer, but he murdered for his son because- Murdering son of dude, a bitch. He loved his son so much, he escaped yeah. jail just to get him back. He, and he mm. tried to buy him the best best, best Christmas yeah. present okay. ever. I see, I see. So he he tried to pay double. Was it? I think it was a lady. I think it was, I an, it was old an old lady. man, wasn't it? I, it? I think it's an old lady. Actually, they can't murder I, a lady. Yeah, they, yeah. Well, you know, you put him on the good dad list. So does it change your great. opinion of him? Yeah, no. But, it's, I think it was a guy, yeah. wasn't it? It was an old man. I thought yeah. it was. Either, anyway, he killed a person because he couldn't buy the gift he wanted for his son. He tried tried to pay double. Yeah, the, when last the person one. said no, killed that person and took the gift. It was would a cool, you, it was a cool RC car racing set. Would you murder for your son if it was the last gift? I mean, let me think. I mean, hmm. <laughs> like, let's talk not. about like, let's go back to like 2015, and That's, we're trying to buy a Nintendo Switch, right? Okay, and well, it just it just wasn't on the shelves, right? Yeah, what would it go back even further? We go the Technodrome. You can't yeah. get one of those. You want to no. get that? Hmm. Got the last yeah. one, man. I don't know about kill, but I. Beat in an alley okay. with the with the with the baseball bat. Right. Just one one strike, you know. What what are those things? The it's the slapjack. Yeah, the slapjack. Or I would slap. Jack. I would slap or blackjack. blackjack. Yeah. I would blackjack someone for a technodrome. <laughs> I would do so that. if Colin Crisp's kid knew that his dad murdered to get him yeah. that Christmas present because yeah. he didn't know. Yeah, would he have been like, I'm going, Dad, with Dad. dad? I'm going with this guy. He's not climbing kids, that tower. Kids don't understand the concept of blood money, Drew. That's, he got him the coolest present ever. They, he just he know. Don't, they don't even understand the concept of money money, let alone blood money. God, I just, I want to go do another episode of Kindergarten Cops so I can yeah. talk about Colin Crisp right redo. now. That's a, redo. We, need to, we never put him on the villain scale. Remaster. Then, let's, let's remaster it. Dude, we need, to, we, yeah. we need to talk about him on the villain scale at some point <laughs> because him murdering his son to, yeah. to get a present. No, murdering, murdering. Or, uh, yeah, I'm not murdering for his a son. stranger for his son. Yeah, man, I I, I want to talk about that episode yeah, again. We but do that. Yeah, in the past, 
Yeah, I think he's up there. Uh, uh, yeah, I think that Ritter is probably third on the list. Yeah. I'm going to go Quaid one, Danny O'Shea two, Ritter three. What about Matrix? And Matrix, you know, that's blood on the hands, though. It's like, <laughs> I don't know. He had to but, save her from a compound yeah. with freaking Dan Hedaya. The thing is, like, Matrix's daughter got kidnapped because of Matrix. Because of, you know, I forget how the story goes, but because of his reputation is okay. why she got kidnapped. Fair so enough. That's like, he's got to erase his own mistakes in life. All right. So uh, he put his daughter in danger, basically. Okay. Uh, fair yeah. enough. Yeah. In- fair like, enough. incidentally. Incidentally. But last place is definitely Travolta and face off with a weird face face wipe thing. You you missed one. You missed you missed Ben, the oh. father of of oh. <laughs> Johnny Five. Yeah, he gave Johnny Five life. Uh or the yeah, lightning, I guess, there. but he, he supported he's, his life. He did put him to work, child labor. Johnny Five was under eighteen years old. We know this. And then you got and Uncle he, Michael McKean. Yeah. Uncle Mike. No, a bad uncle. Terrible uncle. All right. Well we we talked about the best dads. Let's talk about the worst dad. Let's talk about Big Ben Healy. Big Ben Healy? This guy, and look, look, he's got some company. And I don't know. We don't need to go into all the detail of him. Just watch this movie. He owns a sporting goods store. I don't know. We could talk about the shopping and all that, but maybe we, we, we've we gone too long about these other things. The thing I want to ask you about is, is he in the pantheon of bad fathers? And you can put him through the bad father barometer. I don't even know if we have the scale, but we had a lot of bad dads on this show. Yeah. I mean, that's sort of our thing, right? Unintentionally. Mm-hmm. Where yeah. does he rank on this? Well, I think he ranks relatively low because, I don't know, Ritter, Ritter survived. And the, at least if he's a bad dad, at least he existed as a dad. Sort of a scumbag you dad. Know, he, didn't, he didn't blow smoke in his son's face like, like Roger's dad from Angels in the Outfield. You know, he didn't berate his kids like the two dads from Summer Catch. Yeah. You know. He's not the three ninjas dad who just allowed grandpa to just teach them lethal karate. Inept FBI agent. Yeah. Inept FBI agent. Uh, Varsity blues dad fire that pigskin, you know, (laughs) that he didn't leave his kid at home alone twice. Back to back holidays. He didn't, you know, get himself divorced and then become Santa Claus and then corrupt his kid. (laughs) Accidentally become Santa Claus. Yeah, Messed around and became Santa Claus. F around and find out they say. They say, yeah. It's because he put the jacket on. He should have yeah. put it on someone else. Yeah, man. Got to force the jacket on people. <laughs> or break cred. It's all about crushing. You <laughs> <laughs> can bleep that out. <laughs> <laughs> Drew, you got heavyweights on this list. Who's the heavyweights dad? Like, why is he a bad dad? I don't even remember him, but I felt like they they were like up the kid's butt about, you know, they sent him to camp. I don't know. I always mix up the dad with Pat, but it wasn't Pat. But unless you want to go Papa. Which was but, Tony Perkis's dad, yeah, played by Ben like, Stiller. If you're, it's not a bad dad if you're sending your kid to fat camp for they truly, truly need to better themselves. Well, that's true. It's and a, it's and a it health concern. And it was an acceptance yeah. camp. The Perkis camp was bad. Yeah. Jack Frost, you know, just went on tour with his bullshit band that sucked <laughs> and died. <laughs> died. <laughs> Messed around and died. Came back uh, as a snowman. <laughs> <laughs> and he melted. <laughs> and you know, blank check, you know. Hand, foot, and mouth. Yeah. Whatever you call it. That guy sucked, man. Yeah. I like the actor, James Reborn, but man, that guy sucked. I, so yeah, so which know. one of these dads would you take over Big Ben Healy? At least Big Ben Healy had a sporting goods store. That was kind of cool, yeah. right? But you're He's, not going to get it, though. You're not going to get it. He won't even true. give you a discount. 
He won't give you a discount. He won't give you any money. He, he will, you work there. He won't give you a raise. He's running for mayor to like mess with people mm-hmm. and run take over the town. I don't know. Three Ninjas Dad, like he still liked the kids. He cared about yeah, them. So he's think. better. Yeah. And I don't know. You could argue that the dads from Summer Catch like liked their kids. Like mm-hmm. Rand, mm-hmm. Rand mm-hmm. Parrish was was trying to watch out for his yeah. daughter. He was, just, he was kind of, you know, whatever classist about it, whatever you would say. Oh, yeah, but definitely classist. Yeah. I still think that. Peter McAllister is one of the worst, in my opinion. Yeah. And I, I will argue that he spilled that Pepsi, like we talked about many yeah, times. Yeah, he's caused that whole situation. Spill of the century is, yeah. you know, you talk about the butterfly yeah. effect. If they didn't yeah. spill the Pepsi, they yeah. wouldn't have left him. Yeah, there'd be no whatever. alone movies. Yeah. It'd and be he fine. didn't need to spill the Pepsi. Yeah. We, I mean, we've gone up at this at length. We don't need to go into yeah. it, but I just feel like he he was probably the worst. But Roger, yeah. obviously, Roger's dad is the worst of all of them. Yeah. Because he's right. a complete scumbag. Back to good dads. Let's talk about Ben Healy Jr. And Junior, is it Junior Junior? <laughs> junior yeah, like junior, who, who is this Junior? Like, what's he a Junior of? Junior Healy, I guess now it is. Yeah. Did you find it endearing that he called him Mr. Healy? I kind of like that. Like, yeah, he called his dad kinda, Mr. Healy. It's kind of cute. And then he called him dad, and it was a good yeah. moment. But what, let's talk about his behavior, right? So we can't talk about problem child and not talk about the problems that the child was causing. Yeah, yeah, we have to talk about the problems. So I think we can, and we could play a little, I don't know if it's a game or just scenario-based, Let's talk about some of the things that he did. I'm going to pose these questions to you. We'll talk about some of these, but I want to say this, like, it's almost like, would you take him back to the adoption place or not? So they obviously they, they do at some point you heard it in the beginning. Maybe we could go for each of these actions and some of the things that he does. It could be either we return him to the orphanage. We're talking about a human, we're talking about a human boy. Yes. Return him back. Right. Return him like a Amazon prime, take him to Coles or whatever. 30, 30 days. Get some Coles cash. Yeah. And, or you get Coles cash for the boy. <laughs> you, ret- you ever return something to Amazon? They give you yeah. Coles cash. That's what yeah. they do, right? So you yeah. take him back. <laughs> you get pu- you punish him, but maybe, but you still keep him. But you punish him, sure. Or you reward the behavior. Yeah, right? like actually, this was good. Good job, out of boy. Like he kind of like whoever they had kind of had it coming. They had it coming, right? Yeah. yeah. All right. So the first one, it's not Ben Healy. But he knocks over the motorhome with a bulldozer. We talked about that in the beginning. Now, I don't know if this really fits the game, but... No, you're returning him. That's They were right to return him. After they, they returned He him. destroyed their house. I would reward him as a neighbor of these people, but yeah, uh, they got to return him, right? They got it. Yeah, that's a return. What about the whole... I don't even know if you can return him here, but he took very compromising photos of the nuns and priests, which actually made me slightly uncomfortable when I was watching that. Sure, but, me too, yeah. Well, he's already returned, so you can't return him. So you have to punish him. Okay, so you got to punish him. What do you? What yeah. do they do? Make him write on the on the chalkboard? Well, like, did they make him? They make him like clean the pots and yeah. pans and all that crap. Which looked know. awful. That was terrible, yeah. in my yeah. opinion. Yeah. Uh, he also then fed the cat soapy water or dish detergent, which is let's, gonna murder that cat. Let's be honest. He killed the cat. He killed the cat. And, right. And if and if he and if he willingly and intentionally kills the cat, you return him. You got it right. Yeah. Okay. Who is this psychopath? Yeah. What yeah. about burning down the clown room, which you appeared re- like an accident? You reward him for that because <laughs> that room was hideous. Like, what were they thinking? Flo was going to reward him, but, yeah. but I don't know that John Ritter would because John Ritter was, he, he liked that. I don't know. Who, Clowns well, like, who, who made the room? Was it the, the wife or, or, or I, She probably did, but I like, would assume it, it was that, That's a rewarding because, yeah, that, that room is hideous. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what about 
he threw the cat at grandpa, which was hilarious. That you, you didn't laugh at that? Come on, man. You didn't yeah. laugh at that part? And then he fell yeah. down the steps it was backwards. Kind of funny. It was kind of funny. You throw the cat at grandpa. And, and then yeah. they gave him the insurance fraud neck yep. brace. Which do, you know, do, you know, do you know what happened after he threw the cat at grandpa? <laughs> <laughs> the riff. Why not, right? Perfect use of <laughs> yeah. it. You punish him. That's not and, a return. That's a punish. And then he stole the grandpa's wallet was the other one. That's a reward. You reward him, right? He, he owes money. he owes back pay to 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 Ben Jr. for not giving him you know raises all those years. <laughs> what about okay? Here's the camping camping trip. So he goes on a camping trip with the kids. He lures a bear to the camp. Mm-hmm. Did that not make you laugh? I mean, you said you didn't laugh during this movie. He I'm lured gonna, the bear to the camp. I'm going to be honest. I fell asleep during the camping okay. scene, and I didn't bother to rewind it. It was classic physical comedy. Like I don't. Do you remember? What I remember. Happened? I do remember it. Where like he doesn't believe the bear's there, so he starts egging him on, and then yeah. that the bear does show up. Yeah, yeah. Ritter was like pretending. Ritter thought that the guy was yeah. in the bear suit. And it was the yeah. actual bear. That was hilarious. To yeah, me. that's that's a. I, I feel like that's a neither because. He, Junior could argue his way out of saying, I didn't do anything. Yeah. It wasn't my fault. Yeah. So what that's, about, a, that's a, that's a no go. What about causing him to beat up this a-hole guy with a frying pan? That's, that's, a, that's a, a reward. Yeah. Reward, right? That's Hands a reward. down. Yeah. Hands down. Yeah. And then what about peeing on the fire in front of the kids? That's a punish. You can't flash a dick around. Yeah. <laughs> Especially as like a five-year-old yeah, kid. A little seven-year-old dick. You can't yeah. You can't do that. Okay. So what about, okay. Then during the little league game. So, he got yeah. called in as a pinch hitter, and he basically yeah. beat the crap out of all the other kids. And yeah, it was it was it was it was uh, it was manslaughter. It seemed. Uh, I kind of want to reward him, man. No, you can't reward him for beating kids. It's a punishment. It's Those not kids a return. Were jerks, man. They they had it coming. Yeah, yeah. it's a return. It, no, it's a re- it's a punish. I mean, not a return. I think I would so, sort of saw it as like the way I would do it is like kind of like, hey, you can't do that. Yeah. Wink, 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 yeah. wink. You know, you know what happens after he slides into home and hits the kid in the nuts? We should just change our show music to yeah. that. What about the birthday party? So I won't go into all of it, but basically he did a lot of crap at this party. Do you remember all the stuff he did? I mean, it was he like, threw, threw the presents in the thing. He, the cake. he put the crap in the, in the, the pinata, which I thought was kind of, kind of, that, that was unique. That was like unique. That. What did he do? He 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 cut the girl's pigtails off. Cake blew up. Put the frog in the in the punch bowl, which was odd, but fine. The cake blowing up thing, I mean, that's that's almost return worthy because he could have killed yeah. somebody. Well, what about the whole yeah, would have been a butterfly effect situation? Yeah. Cherry bomb in the, right. in, in the exactly. mailbox. What about the sprinkler in the girl's bedroom? That was pretty yeah. awesome. Yeah, that's fine. I mean, she that's had just, it coming, the, man. I'm yeah, sorry. She's she was a jerk, but you gotta punish. You know, you ask for it when you show up to a to a a party dressed like a devil. Yeah, like, Who, like I was they surprised dr- they let they him dressed do that. them. Yeah, they dressed them. They're the ones. The kid has no. Well, like actually, the kid does have money. Like I'll say, the kid <laughs> can't buy money. his own Halloween costume. Like yeah, he, <laughs> he can. had more money than yeah. than Healy Junior. Yeah. Didn't he? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That girl was the worst, but you got to punish he for like, like the cumulative of it. But didn't he seem like he wanted to actually be good at that party? And then they, like, I thought they were, he showed they were up. a jerk to him. They were a jerk to him. But it, uh, again, it's it's bringing it's bringing dynamite to a pillow fight. It's like what about you know? driving the car into the sporting goods store? <laughs> like that—that's a return. That's a return. Stole him. the car. He stole the car. 
He lo- and he was driving underneath the yeah. seat. Like, how did he not die? That's an iconic scene of him, like, under there, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, it's just so funny, like, it's, the way he was steering. Yeah. Did you not laugh? You're laughing now. No. Yeah. Uh, look at looking back on it, it's humorous. But we're gonna we're gonna turn bad way around, guys. Maybe we're I don't gonna, know, maybe you know, maybe I just wasn't in a laughing mood. And then know. the ultimate pen pals with the serial killer. Oh well, I mean, you got to reward that. I mean, that's like you teach a kid to do pen pal. It's like a writing thing, you know. <laughs> he didn't know he was a serial killer. You know, bow tie, the bow tie murder. That sounds like a fake thing. Oh man, which is hilarious because I feel like it's hilarious because. Martin Beck, the bow tie killer, thought he was talking to an ex-con. He's like, he yeah. got out. <laughs> I thought that was funny. Gonna go on a crime spree. I think, you know, overall it sounds like you were punishing him more than you were returning yeah. him. If I don't wasn't keeping tally here, but yeah. it seemed like, you know, it, at the end of the day, you're probably taking him back, right? If you're if you're the yeah. dad. Speaking of speaking of the bow tie killer about uh, about Kramer, of all the things that he does when he gets out of jail, so he visits the house and calls him Junior's uncle. And then he goes in the kitchen and has his way with with Ben's wife, right? She seemed and, like she and she wanted it. it, and she no, no, she was definitely into it. No, she was absolutely into it. She was going to run away with him. She said, "I thought you said you loved me." I thought I thought this was our honeymoon. You know, I thought we were going on a honeymoon. Like, what's up with that? Like, is is that what she's into? Maybe, but maybe this was a loveless marriage. Maybe there was no action going on in the Healy household. Mm. But although, but but you got the remember when they said it when they went to the doctor, they said, "Oh, so we've been doing this every night for no reason." For no reason, like, she wanted. I'm telling you, man, you uncovered it. She wanted an heir to the Healy Sporting Goods Empire because she yeah. wanted to be somebody. She didn't mm-hmm. actually like him, but man, like you're not going to be anybody by hooking up with a serial killer. It's the but opposite. Like it, but it, I hate I hate to pull the it doesn't make sense because the movie's called Problem Child. Right. It's about a kid pulling pranks, but like. She wanted to get away from the kid. Yeah. So her idea was to get in bed with the kid's presumable uncle to where the kid would be around more. Legally. I don't think she was thinking. She wasn't thinking that through. It was the heat of the moment, man. It was, it was, you know, there was <laughs> a lot of hot action in that kitchen to make her go. <laughs> it was a hot action. Yeah. I, I, I wasn't even sure. I wasn't even sure like what he did. Like they said he was a serial killer. Did you believe that this guy could kill people? Because I didn't. I, he didn't look like a serial killer to me. He, he seemed like, like a bad guy in, in respect to a PG movie. Okay. You know? All right. I thought Christopher Lloyd was creepier in Dennis the Menace. He seemed more like a killer to me. He was yeah. creepier. They but I had a creepier vibe. Yeah. I have to ask you this, though. So after they left, and we, we don't have to talk about the end of this movie. It, we've been talking about whatever for, for however long here. After they left... Would you have felt like John Ritter? He seemed like he he won the jackpot. He got rid of his wife, who he didn't seem to like anymore. Mm. He knew she was up his ass all the time. And yeah. he kind of didn't like Junior at that point either. He mm-hmm. was celebrating until he yeah. saw the pictures that Junior yeah. drew. His house was a mess. You know, his, his inheritance was gone. His life was in shambles. But his two biggest problems were now disappeared. Yeah, I, I I don't blame him for at least having the moment of this is awesome, right? It was like a snap situation yeah. where he had that moment, but he kept snapping back. Like even when he yeah. returned Junior, mm-hmm. couldn't yeah. got to get him out of here. But then yeah. he heard he was returned 30 times and he changed his tune. Think about Kevin McAllister when he when he realized he made his family disappear. Right. Like he was like it was all fun and games the first night. But eventually it's like, wait a minute, this isn't so great. But really he could do without his wife, you know. The kid, the, oddly enough, the kid is more redeemable than the yeah. wife. Yeah. 
I believe it. What was she yeah. doing for him, right? They had yeah. a loveless marriage. She was mm-hmm. awful. She was just trying to be a yuppie in the neighborhood. She was yeah. just a status person yep. or whatever you would call Absolutely. it. Absolutely. The only other thing I want to say about the Bowtie Killer was it reminded me of a Sam and Stan sweet situation when mm. they were showing the news of him being on the loose or whatever. And I love yeah. that to me. That is like one of my <laughs> favorite sort of low-key jokes of any Thing, movie. Yeah. Things inside a movie, inside a movie. Yeah, it's just perfect. Yeah. So, But anyway, yeah, I mean, I don't know how else to wrap this episode up other than maybe we touch on the final showdown. Ritter has a super dad moment. He steals the hat, he puts the hat on, and he becomes, yeah. you know, yeah, badass. Yeah. <laughs> he, t- he takes on the bow tie killer and and basically gets his wife out of there. So I don't know. What, do you, what, did you, what did you think of the way that he wrapped everything up and he went out and he, he got to get Junior, man. He's got to get yeah, him. He's he proved his himself. love to Junior, you know, and he got shot in the prune, man. Like, what is what was up with that prune? Like, how does, like, can we dive into like the psyche of this man where he kept that prune for 30 years? I mean, he's again, looking for approval. Like yeah. you give somebody a prune. I, I mean, that was it's, his it grandfather's. Was, it was very sad that it was a prune. Like that was his heirloom. Like was his grandfather nuts? Like was- <laughs> Probably. Probably. I mean, it was Ben yeah. Healy's senior, yeah. senior, senior. <laughs> like, like, imagine, like, imagine if you have like a like a grandfather who's off of his rocker, right? Yeah. And you're like, you know, you know, you know, Grandpa's crazy, and he hands you this prune, and then you proceed to keep it for thirty years <laughs> as a family heirloom. It's a freaking prune. <laughs> they stop the bullet, dude. <laughs> stop the bullet. You know, everything happens for a reason, you know, butterfly effect and all. I think you're right. I mean, it it just proves that he was looking for approval and. He finally got it though with Junior because he yeah. wind he winds up having the son that he wanted, and he gets rid of his wife. She's on a a truck full of pigs with the pigs scrotum in her face. Yeah. Right? <laughs> like did you gross. uh did it did it feel good to you that he threw the bow tie away? Like, did that mean anything to you, or was that like yeah, whatever? I mean, it was symbolically like hey, yeah. He, but like, did it work? Did it work? No, because doesn't he wear it in the next movie? I'm pretty sure he puts it back on, he, doesn't he? I think he does. I don't That's know. That's his he look. Might. I feel like he does. But I, I don't know. There was a weird thing where he was looking to the bow tie killer as a father because he didn't, like, I don't know, it was weird, yeah. right? And then now Ben Healy, Jr., 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 whatever, is his, is his real father now. They got a life yeah. and they kind of yeah. walk off. But mm-hmm. I think this year we've had a lot of movies that we've done that we can instantly see the candidates. You mentioned... Leave it in the past award, bad nostalgia. Yeah. Is this like the top one on your list right now of all this so far? So far. Year? So far, I believe so. Yeah. Yep, yep. Would you be willing to watch Problem Child 2? Because sure. Ben, not Ben Healy, junior or senior, Ben, our friend Ben, listener Ben, suggested that we do Problem Child 2 at some point. Yeah. No, I, I want to get it straight. I didn't hate the movie and I didn't think it was bad. I just didn't necessarily have much fun with it. I was just kind of like, it just existed. And I was it like, came oh, and went. it kind of was like, oh, I remember this. Like, in a, in a nice way, but I wasn't laughing, so I don't know. <laughs> I'm, I'm laughing thinking about all these moments, and I'm, la- yeah. I'm imagining you sitting there completely straight-faced. Just straight-faced, yeah. <laughs> like, amuse me movie. Yeah, you know, like, like it's kind of things where it's I like- I know what you mean. You know what I mean? Where it's You acknowledge that it's funny, yes. but it doesn't cause a reaction out of I'm you. I'm giving like, you a hard like, time. Like, ah, that, that is humorous. Yeah, and I, I get it. Like, And if you're not yeah. in the mood for it, like you're not yeah. going to laugh, because it's- 
it is sort of slapstick humor and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And if you're not if you're not in the mood, like it's not gonna. Yeah, make like you I'll laugh. laugh at slapstick. I have nothing against slapstick. It just didn't catch me. I definitely want to watch Problem Child two at some point. Sure. I just haven't seen it, and I remember again, like I said in the beginning of the show, this is the one that I watched more growing up, and I feel like it has more mm-hmm. of those moments. We didn't talk about Gilbert Gottfried. I'd like to watch him. I love him. He's hilarious, and yeah. it's got more of Ben Senior, who I think let, is great. Let me ask you this: I don't know if you remember much about two. I, I don't remember much at all about it because I've seen this one more than I've seen two. Does Junior and this and if it doesn't happen, I believe this should have happened. Does Junior end up corrupting Ben into like becoming more of not a jerk but more assertive in the movie? Because I feel like that should happen. To be honest, I don't remember. I just remember it being more about him and the girl. The girl, and yeah. trying to one-up yeah. each other. But I don't know if like, there was a different thing like, between him and his dad. Like, I feel like just as much as him, like Ben winning over the love of the psycho kid. Like, I feel in the second one, there's an opportunity for the kid to kind of like corrupt Ben a little bit. And maybe maybe make him tougher or more assertive, you know, to not take crap from his neighbor, so to speak. And I feel like they didn't do that, and I feel like that would, like there was an opportunity. I I couldn't tell you the last time I saw Problem Child too, but I'm yeah. definitely curious, and we'll have to see. So yeah. if if you guys I don't think are, that I don't think they did, but I feel like they should have. It's a good opportunity. Yeah. So if you guys want us to watch Problem Child too, or you want us to watch any other movies, you can send us an email: thelastrowpodcast at gmail dot com. And if you're looking for us on the on the web, you leave a comment on the episode's page. Send us an, a note through the contact page. Check us out on all the social channels at The Last Row Pod, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. And if you guys are enjoying the show, we'll be back in two weeks on Thursday, May 25th. But also make sure to go out to YouTube. We're going to be putting more content out on YouTube. We've been doing some streams with our friends. We mentioned Ken. I was recently on um, our friend Peter's podcast, Podstalgia, doing an episode on the uh, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers special. Talk about nostalgia. Maybe a candidate for bad nostalgia as well. (laughs) I'll uh, I'll put a link in the show notes there. Check it out and check it out uh, Peter's podcast as well. Uh, but also consider leaving us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Thanks to everybody that did so, so far. I had a lot of fun with this one. Thanks, Ben, for recommending it. And we'll be back in two weeks on Thursday, May 25th, with a new episode for you guys. Woo! Do you think that they, I mean, it's PG, right? They can't show the love scene. I mean, they, they can't do that, right? No, you can't, you can't show the hump. You can show, like, the, like they'll fall and, like, the island will block our view. You know, you know how you say you don't want to see Arnold Schwarzenegger kissing anybody. I don't want to see Kramer. Kissing we don't need to see Kramer. Yeah, no, we, don't, we don't need to see Kramer. He had a stylish yeah, haircut. Yeah. I'm not trying to see Kramer. For that matter, Seinfeld too. Yeah, exactly. For, for that matter, Jason Alexander too. Yeah. <laughs>